This is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Show. We're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Shecky Show. Hi, hi, hi. I'm sorry? Hi, hi, hi. Is it Fat Albert? It's not. Oh, who is it? Oh, is it Haywood, what is the name? Haywood... Haywood. Haywood Nelson. Hey, would you? Hey, would you blow me? Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, Haywood Nelson. Hey, hi, hi. See, I think his was hey, hi, hi. And I think uh, Fat Albert was hey, hey, hey. Yes. One of them was like that and the other one was like that. Is Were you doing one of them? I was doing what's happening, man. Yeah, that's Haywood. I'm got, I want to get into the dichotomy of what's happening. Oh, okay. Yeah. The problem with Shirley. Oh, boy. Is that she was an Uncle Tom. What? Dressed up in the outfit of a Aunt Jemima. Okay. That is that is not at all true. Yeah. Uh, why, why, you know, Cornell West. Mm-hmm. He had nothing to do now, with this This show. motherfucker told me. Mm-hmm. Give me two lumps of sugar mm-hmm. and one cream. I gave him two creams, and all of a sudden, I'm starting a race riot. Okay. Okay. I don't know what this is about. Uh, Stokely, Stokely Carmichael told me to shove it up your ass. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to episode number 26 of the Middle-Aged Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast featuring your pals, Bob and Tom. You've done Bob and Tom before. Oh, Bob and Tommy. Okay. Oh, there you go. Tommy Bobbins and Bobby and Tommins. All right. Uh, featuring your pals Dave and Shecky. Bobby Tommins. He's Dave. Bobby Timmins. And I'm Shecky. That's a real person. Uh, good. Very good. Now, uh, let's just uh, off right off the bat here. I want to say how last week after the show was over, um, it... It just cut. It cut out at a weird spot, and I had to go and quickly, hastily, uh, put an ending in there. But uh, we had been talking. It uh, had been a conspiracies, uh, unsolved mysteries, and deep dark secrets show. And the last thing we spoke about was the Black Dahlia. And if you listened, you when we first started talking about it, um, Dave was like, "I'll solve this mystery." Are you ready for this unsolved mystery? I am. Because it might even be a solved mystery. To I'm be ready to solve it right now. And uh, then the shit got cut off. And in the in in a way, you really did solve the mystery yeah. because... Black uh, Dahlia, if you please. Okay. Isn't that the song? No. Um, so what we wound up talking about further was uh, Dave had started talking about how Pasadena was steeped in this weird, dark, uh, magic type of thing in in that time, in the 40s and 50s. And uh, he brought up Jack Parsons. 
Yeah, turns out the little old lady from Pasadena was really a Satanist whore. She might have been. She might have been. Uh, Pasadena, steeped in this weird uh, religion shit, uh, Aleister Crowley started his own religion, and uh, Jack Parsons was part of that. And Jack Parsons is... Um, was famously friends or even a landlord. He rented a room out to L. Ron Hubbard, who also started his own religion uh, after um, after swindling money away from Jack Parsons. So, Schwindler. Uh, he even uses uh, some of the same, close to the same terminology. Um, also, uh, part of the Aleister Crowley thing was not to. Um, not to listen to anybody who talks bad about this religion, which is also a Scientology thing. Uh, the initials OTO um, were taken from the Aleister Crowley religion. I think what happened was that... Uh, did Aleister Crowley start that religion, or was he a purveyor of a religion? He started a religion. Well, it doesn't make him a bad person. No, it doesn't make him a bad person, but it, it you know, hold on. No, he's no Ben Franklin. I mean, I'm just saying... There might be some bodies under his uh, porch. This is, this is, here it is. Thelema. So I, all of a sudden there's Thelema, there's Thetans, there's, uh, the, e. the words sound very familiar. Um, I'm not an anti-Semite, I'm anti-termite. Okay. Yada, yada. All right. So, uh, and then, like I said, OTO. So in the end, uh, we were we brought this all around because the the Black Dahlia George uh, Hill, he lived in Pasadena at that time, or right near Pasadena, maybe in Glendale, which is really all part of the same place. Yes, even Altadena. Alt well, Altadena, I don't even talk about. Altadena ain't nothing but some milk. Oh, her. Um, so I I just feel like. We we really missed a good ten minutes of the show that were really interesting. Yeah, and it just kind of all led to L. Ron Hubbard, Jack Parsons, and this George uh, Hill. George Hodell. Hodell. George Hill. That sounds George like, uh, Hill Henry Hodell, Hill. and uh, the guy who's um, you know probably ninety nine percent sure that he was the Black Dahlia killer, and perhaps even the killer of other women, according to his son, who was a uh, police officer, um, detective, and uh, I, I just feel awful that the show got cut off because we were really talking about some really interesting shit there. So uh, if you want George Hill Hodel, Black Dahlia, Aleister Crowley, and his religion, Jack Parsons, and ultimately L. Ron Hubbard, they are all in it together. And also, uh, for whatever reason, Jack Parsons had a show made about him this this year, I don't know um, if the show makes him seem like a a smart guy. I mean, I think he was. Uh, I think serendipity played into uh, his life as far as the rocket engineering engines and uh, the propulsion and stuff. Uh, he was not educated in in rocketry at all. Well, he was a comic book fan. He he enjoyed a good sci fi comic book and happened to be friends uh, somebody who did go to school for it. So anyway, I don't know what the show says about him. I'm, I don't know that we would watch it. I don't know. I have my, already I have a preconceived notion of Jack Parsons. Jack Paw, son. Anyone who, you know, he was, 
if you read up on him, I mean, there's he and L. Ron Hubbard got into some weird masturbatory things together. Hey, love me though. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Hey, love me, dude. It's the uh, Paul McCartney memoirs. Parsons stole uh, Hubbard's second wife from her. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole I, I weird to thing. I find that people with the last name of Hubbard are trouble in general. And uh, anyway, it's a it's a weird piece of history there that Pasadena area in the fifties. Um, it's 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 beyond weird. It's insane. So uh, and then there's David Lee Roth's basement. So there's that too, but somehow we can't tie that together right this second. I, I've been to David Lee Roth's basement, and while it is huge, I mean huge, it is it is huge. It, there's a fireplace, in, and it's an old school basement. But uh, when your wife says that she's been in David Lee Roth's basement, should you be worried? No, because there was uh, it I'm, was a regular basement. Nothing weird happened down there. What if it was the seventies? I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think. I don't think I want you in his basement in the 1970s. I don't know that he. Uh, that man was good looking. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think. I don't think when you're that charismatic and that good looking, you have to uh, lure anybody into your basement. Well, I who think, says anything about luring? I'm just saying. You know, no. You give a girl a key, she winds up in a basement. I mean, it, it happened to me, but it was probably because I what needed is this, to get the something. Eton Pate story. The who? Ooh, that's poor taste. Who was it? Uh, the kid was on the milk uh, cartons in New York. Oh, Island that's terrible. 80s. Oh, that is terrible. Yeah, that was poor taste. they solved that one. Yeah. It was a Puerto Rican fucking uh, handyman. He had his way, you see. He was handy in too many ways. He Was Was he an illegal? No. Oh, he was just well, then... a fucking scumbag. Well, sometimes he's there's just... He's not Mexican. He's Puerto Rican. Let's okay. get this correct. All right. He's not that's... on a caravan. He's Dave. on a fucking uh, Dodge caravan. I hate to tell you, there's no Mexicans in that caravan. The Mexican-Americans. The Guatemalans. Anywho. So, uh, that's... I just wanted to kind of... Uh, uh, I'm Are you sure it's Beaners by okay. uh, Oh, my Chichichon. God. Do you... Do, Dave, can I ask you, your headphones working? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm saying something. I know. It led me to think of Beaners. All right. Go ahead. No, no I don't I, know the song. Please sing it for I'm us not all. Singing it. it's, it's I would racist. like you to. Oh, but apparently in 1982 it was uh, it was top of the t- top of the charts, the charts, the charts. Okay, Chachi, go ahead. Okay, Chachi. Um, so yeah, sorry about that. That was a bit of a mess. I wanted to get that all out there because uh, it did get uh, eliminated from the show last week and it was we were getting into some fascinating shit and uh i channeled einstein i was i solved the goddamn theory of relativity he no he did not that is uh, that is a feature so uh yesterday was halloween how did you spend your halloween david i was spooking little kids no you were not I don't say like, that i was on the corner going like boo we have no kids in this area it was like boo okay i was like hey kid boo boo okay hey you want some candy boo boo First one's free. Boom. Okay. Dave? Hey, kid. You with a beard. That's not a kid with a beard. Oh. He, uh, the reason I ask him is because I had asked him to spend Halloween night with me watching the live event, the live ghost uh, adventures event with Zach Baggins et al. at the Zach Baggins uh, haunted uh, museum. Of hit mystery. Yeah, I checked that out. You really didn't check it out, Dave. I said, you watch this with me? Yeah, I'll be right there. And he came in and watched maybe 15 minutes, and then you 
you kind of just left. Then didn't even out, say man. I'll be right back. You just kind of left. I had a fucking freak out, man. I saw that fucking little kid named Gunnarella, and it fucking ruined my ruined my world, man. Okay, so uh, Gunnarella. The fuck, Gunnarella. Gunnarella. Go fucking back to the the prom, Gunnarella. Go. I think it was Gunnarella. Gunnarella. Uh, Granola, only Dave, I have to explain who that dude is. No one knows what you're talking about. Well, who the fuck is he? Why would he be there? He was apparently in charge of social media for the live event. So oh, this is God. what happened. The live. So Zach Baggins from Ghost Adventures fame owns his own uh, spooky, scary stuff type of museum in Vegas. And so what they were going to do was do a live, uh, a live show for halloween and they were going to be investigating all he's got the annabelle doll he's got uh, dirt from some demon house i mean he's got he's got dr kevorkian's van that he used to use to gas people so he's got a lot of shit there i think it's like 33 rooms it's a huge house it's like, it's like a mansion um so it, it sounds very fun it's, it's right up my alley uh, true or not, real or not, fake or not, I don't care. It's fun. Those guys are fun. He's hysterical to me. But then you get the production involved. The production people, I feel, are fakers, and they want to fake shit, and I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's necessary, especially when you have someone as entertaining, even in the weird way he's entertaining, they, the, I believe production was throwing fake shit out there left and right. And it was, it was a downer and it was like some shit, like they were, they had this piece of video where they show this, this orb floating through the thing. And it's so clearly something done on, uh, uh, one of these Adobe, uh, products that I'm missing out orb on right Adobe. now. So I, they had, they have Dave Schrader who took over for Art Bell, Midnight in the Desert. I don't know if he's still doing the show, but he did eventually take over. Um, he's the Eddie Trunk of the show. Dave Schrader is a is. Dave Schrader is a man who's done the Art Bell show. He's he he has sat in for George Norrie. He is a well respected voice and name in that community he occasionally shows up on these ghost shows um he seems like a real cool guy they had him standing in front of this bank of televisions and they made him tell us about this one piece of footage of this orb and then for the four hours afterwards we never saw him again i feel like he walked out we didn't see the room we didn't see him they made no use of the room again. And, and I never saw Dave Schrader. They never mentioned him again. I feel like he was like, you know what? This seems fake. I don't want to be involved with this. And he left. And he, they never mentioned him again. So then there was this uh, thing. They were, they were kind of uh, talking up the whole night. The Dybbuk box, which is some weird uh, Jewish mystery box that, from what they're saying, is that you're supposed to put, like, things... Uh, Put them, put them in the box and then lock them away and then they don't bother you anymore. Things from people, hair, I don't know. Brisket. So, what is it? No, brisket. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if food is part of that, but they, they have... brisket in the box. They have this box that they say is the most haunted thing in his museum. And they're talking up how they're going to... Um, 
how they are going to open up the box and, and then investigate the room and see if they can contact whatever's hidden in the box. So, and then they do this thing where they just give you like a minute or two background information of a pre-made package that explains, you know, this or that. And it, the show is fairly well done. It's fairly entertaining. And then the rabbi comes and Zach's like, look, a rabbi just contacted us and said that he knows how to seal the spirit back up into the Dybbuk box uh, if we let it out. So um, he wanted to come and help. And I was like, oh, that's cool. A rabbi just comes and says, I want to help. And he's there. Rabbi comes in and clearly he's a total asshole because he goes. So Zach, because all Zach knows is that production said rabbi is coming. He knows how to seal the thing back up. So Zach is pretty excited because then that means, yes, I'm going to open this box and we have a way of to seal something back in. So he's not letting it loose on the masses. Mm -hmm. The rabbi comes in. Typical rabbi that you would be annoyed by, for me anyway. And uh, Zach goes, so you, you've studied the Dybbuk boxes? You know, you know about them? Eh, I read about them this morning. And Zach's looking at him like, like, like Zach's totally confused because in his head, he's been told this guy knows a bunch and is willing to seal the thing back up. And Zach's like, oh, you read about it this morning? Well, did you read about how there could be entities that are locked in. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I know that doesn't fit your script, but I don't think that's what goes on here. And you could tell that, that Zach, and I mean, and it's live. And Zach's just looking at the guy like, who are you? You are not the guy that, you know. So Zach's like, okay, follow me. And they cut to somebody else. And that's the last we see of the rabbi. But then Zach comes on and explains how this rabbi had said he really wanted to be in the show and that he was, you know, knew all about this thing. And he didn't. He just wanted to come on and be, a, I don't know, a dick or something. I can't imagine. Who says he's even a rabbi? Oh, he looked like a rabbi. Hey, that's racist. Oh, well, then I'm a racist because he looked exactly like a rabbi. So uh, the show was kind of, I feel like the show was, there was a lot of fake shit going on. You think? But I, I feel like it, it didn't need it because those guys scare the shit out of each other anyway. So you, you don't need uh, any fakery happening. He owns that museum. The museum is real. A lot of those things are real. Um, he, he drove in on David Koresh's, in David Koresh's old, I think it was a Camaro. I mean, he's got a lot of stuff in there. I'm not, I don't need to defend Zach Baggins. He has David Koresh's Camaro. What a douchebag. What I don't, does he have a 16 year old girlfriend too? I don't know what he has, but that car was sweet Ugh. and I'm not going to lie. But the, so he, I feel like those guys, if you ever watch the show, they scare each other all the time. They just, they, they are so on edge that they're scared by anything and they think anything that scares them may or may not be evidence. So we, we didn't need any uh, production, behind the scenes production people faking shit. And that's what happened with Ghost Hunters. They started faking shit. And I, I, feel, like the, I feel like Travel Channel did a real disservice to Zach and his, uh, his band of people. They should have just let them be for four hours. Um, and they had that guy, uh, what's his name? Josh? I'm not sure. As the uh -huh. MC, you didn't like that. 
I don't know his name. Okay. Well, you didn't like it yesterday. Today, you don't seem to care so much at all about it. I'm not sure who you're talking about. Josh, the destination unknown guy. The I guy who was Dave the... Schrader. No. Who's Dave Schrader? <sighs> Dave Schrader is a guy you didn't see because you left before that happened. Oh. Josh, I don't know. Josh Gates. That guy's was a douchebag. Fucking, uh, that's the Eddie Trunk guy. That's the oh yeah, you, Dave Schrader's not Eddie Trunk. That guy Josh is terrible. He he did the events for Ghost Hunters too. And you know he's good at it. He was he's good at it. I don't I think he's a jerk, but he seemed like he was good. He's good at that at standing around, and emceeing shit. It's a it's a talent, I guess. I wouldn't be able to do it like that. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he's reading, but still, he's he's good at it. He, his voiceovers are way better than Zach's voiceovers. Zach's voiceovers are awful. I don't know how the show's still on the air. With no big camera crews following me around. (laughs) It's it's terrible. I don't get it. Oh, and we found another word that Zach Baggins couldn't say. Mirror. Mirror. He has a uh, real problem with, and he says, mirror. Like meerkat. See, my problem is, is he's retarded and the whole show is unworthy of my attention. So it's just like, I don't, I don't get it. It's a bit of a train wreck, but it kind of is, it's kind of like MST3K for me. It's a train wreck, but it's still funny to watch. MST3K is better than that. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I, yes, because then there's people yelling up at the screen with Zach. It's me yelling up at the screen. So I, it's fun for me. It's like uh, I'm engaging in it. Interactive. It's rough. It is. It, it, it is. It is rough. You have you have no tolerance for Zach Baggins. No. Uh, it's all the whole show is nonsense. Nonsense. The other thing I wanted to talk about that you mentioned last week was the two women found washed up on the shore. At that point, we didn't know much about it. Now we know so much more. Looks like it was an honor killing. An honor killing. I love that. It's just another way of showing how our culture does not clash or does not mesh with other cultures. And perhaps we shouldn't force it. We shouldn't force diversity when other cultures think it's okay to honor kill. Well, you can come over here. Just don't fucking kill anybody. That's what I'm saying. Don't. You have to. We you don't mesh cultures. Just deal with ours. Where we don't honor kill. Yeah. There's uh, no melting pot. No one's melting anymore. No. Uh-uh. We got Everybody's got these personal pan pizzas. Uh-uh. And there's no big oven with a fucking stew. Okay. Soup. They ain't got no soup. You fucking faggots with your personal pizzas ruining everything. Mm-hmm. You go to a goddamn fucking deli. You ask for a bagel, an onion bagel. Uh, yeah. Let me get a, a onion bagel. And they give you an onion on a bagel. They don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. That's how bad it is. That is bad. I would really be annoyed if I went into a deli and asked for an onion bagel and got onion on a bagel. Here's cream cheese with a slice of onion on a plain bagel. Ugh. Onion bagel with cream cheese. What are you, a moron? It's weird. That and honor killings. I don't know what's worse. 
Honor killings are pretty bad, Dave. Yeah, but have you had that onion bagel? No, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say honor killing's worse. I'm just saying, I don't think I'm ever going to be a victim of an honor killing, and I'm definitely going to be a victim of a bad bagel. Yes, but I think you will live through that. It's true. Hopefully you will live through that. What is it, Saudi Arabia? Why are these people even allowed in this country? What is it? What, what the fuck is going on? Appar- they, are they the purveyors of 9-11? Saudi Arabian sisters found dead, duct taped together off New York City River, had applied for asylum. So I think they wanted to, I think they did want to mesh in with our culture. They look Spanish to me. Well, that's, a, that's an artist's rendition. I think the artist is racist. That motherfucker makes everyone look Spanish. I don't he, know. He writes his bank statement. His check. He writes his signature. He says, oh my God, it's a Spanish person. They were from Virginia. The home of Spanish Saudi America. I mean, maybe it's, I don't know. Virginia? Yes, Virginia. It's for lovers, not honor killings. I well, think they got that all wrong. They, There's uh, the new sticker. Virginia is for honor killings. No, that's... Please, I no. love New York. Because you can wash up on the Hudson's Bank. The Bank of the Hudson. I think that's... Did I have an account there? Awful. I think people are terrible. And I think if your culture is for honor killings or for tossing gay people off of a roof or for anything that's clearly not human, uh, you need to rethink your culture. Why? Fucking uh, Sinead O'Connor just converted to uh, Islam. Everything's great. That and her uh, tweet to Russell Brandt where she said, uh, come on and horse it into me, boss. What does that mean? Uh, that means she wanted uh, Russell Brandt to, uh, if he wants to help her, he should uh, he should fuck her like a horse. And then she uh, converts to Islam. Yeah, she's sane. She's nuts. First of all, anyone who wants Russell Brandt to have sex with him is clearly nuts. Why? Because. You think he's not handsome? I think he's out of his misind. Yeah, but look at her. She's out of her misind, but she's also at no, least twice his age. She's delusional. Yeah. He's out of his mind. She's nuts. I see. She's, she's, she's certified to be crazy. He's just nuts. I see. She's crazy in a bad way. He's crazy in a way that's fun and endearing. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it still could be crazy. I'm not sure. My jury's out on him. That's fine. I don't know. What the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I. I have a, a sneaking suspicion that he is a liberal person. So I don't. Uh, well, man, if you're not against it, you're definitely part of the problem. I. Uh, I feel like I. I just. I don't seek out. Uh, celebrities anymore on Twitter or any social media because I don't want to know their opinion even though they think I do. I think, <clears throat> I think Jim Carrey is a complete asshole. Yeah. I think, I think we've... What a pompous, self-serving fool. I think we've thought that for a long time though. I'm, you, what a moron. I remember... What a uh, moron. Sorry. I remember in the 90s when we first moved in together, he was on all those uh, late night talk shows and he he did the same the same bit on each one where he out of his wallet he took out this check he had made out to himself for 20 million dollars saying one day you're going to get a check just like this 
And uh, that had been the year that he actually did get a $20 million payday for a movie. I don't know if it the was Ace. Secret. Oh, it was Ace Ventura or The Mask. One of the two. Mask. He got uh, a ridiculously large check for. And uh, I just remember, like, I remember the first time he did it, I was like, oh, that's that's okay he wrote himself a check he really was confident but then when i saw him do it on every fucking show the same thing like oh jim carrey's on uh, letterman tonight jim carrey's on the tonight show tonight and jim carrey's on this one tonight and it's all the same fucking stupid check out of his wallet as if people don't watch shows i don't know i was annoyed by jim carrey uh in the 90s and um it it never ended Schmuck. He's a schmuck the biggest. So, um, what did you want to talk about today? I don't know. I know, but I come up with everything and I see like, I'm looking at our recording here and I'm talking way more than you. So I would like you now to say some stuff. Go ahead, Dave. I have nothing to say for sure. God damn it, I got him. I'm silent. I can't have you be silent since you're the, you know, fun-loving one. And no, I'm it's the, not. It's nothing funny. The news is terrible. I'm the bitch. You kids out there are fucking everything up. Um, what, are you retarded? Did your parents go with you around for trick-or-treating? My parents took me to the Vietnam War protests. God damn it. All right. Well, that sounds great. Um, My parents were on the left. Yeah. Look what it got us. Not a darn thing. Yeah, we went trick-or-treating, but my parents stayed out of the picture, you see. Who's we? Did yeah, you go with Coleman? Kids. Boom. The, the family kids. Did you go the with Coleman? And sisters. Oh, you huh? went with your brothers and sisters? Yeah, sister. Brothers, sister, family members. What was the last thing you School friends. dressed up for, dressed up as? I don't remember. Probably a bum then. Hey, I think I was a black kid. Stop it. You were not. What? This was back when it was okay to do that. You were, oh, you went, you went in blackface as a trick uh, or treat? No, I don't think I went in blackface. Uh, yeah, I don't I think. I would do that. I, well, then that's, but that would be a black kid. I just had like a graffiti marker and I was like robbing people. Okay, Dave, I don't think Shut that was up, Halloween. Up, up, I think that wow. was, that was just you wilding. Is it me or black people the only people who rob you? I don't, I don't think that's okay, true. It's just me. I think that is just you. <sighs> is it me or did black kids steal my radio in 1986? That I don't know. That could have been. Oh, how, right, yeah, that's me. How did they do oh, that? Is it me or okay. was it a uh, black and a Puerto Rican guy who held me up at gunpoint for my nickel bag of weed? Uh, and the Puerto Rican guy was Madonna's boyfriend. Was that me? Yeah, that was me. Jelly okay. Bean Benitez? No. Oh. Schmucko Fucko. Who's dead now, you see? Oh. Because he lived a life of corruption. And I'm alive because I hate him. I don't think you're alive because you hate him. But I'm alive because the hate runs through my blood. Okay. This How is what happens when I, I try to get him to gunpoint, talk. It's a black guy. I don't know what to tell you. How many times have you been held at gunpoint? Uh, more than you, apparently. Yeah, I, have, I don't think uh, I've ever been held yeah, at gunpoint. Well, you know, someone's got to cop the weed. What yeah, you, you get held up at gunpoint for a nickel bag, and then you go back, and the kid's like, where's my weed? And you tell him you get held up, and they think you're just stealing the weed. Right. You know what? Go fuck yourself, you little bratty cunt. Okay. okay. Yeah. Black guy holds me up for my weed, and then I, and, he's, and we say, you want the beer, too? He says, no. Beer makes me slow. 
Does it? I don't think it's the bear making you slow, you fucking mook. And he had a gun? Yeah, he had a gun. A real gun. Kenji's trying to get on his side. He said, don't I know you? I think we went to school together. Oh, shit, Ken- son. Kenji's, mo- Kenji's moving from my side over to his side. Before I know it, Kenji's holding me up with the fucking guy. <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> he never did that. Well, you might as well have. He, he might have said he recognized the guy, I but like, I think he was the just guy trying. The, I was like, Kenji, give him the fucking weed. He's like, don't I know you, man? I, I think like, he I was just know. trying to know you. defuse the shit. Kenji was about to get shot. Dumb motherfuckers. Where was this in New York? Oh, 80, uh, 88th Street in Columbus. Back then, when that was a really shitty neighborhood. Now it is it is middle-aged, uh, yeah, white you, people. You people don't know. They don't. They don't know that it was bad. You don't know. It was really bad. It was really bad. It was so bad, it was fucking excellent. Well, not if you're getting held up by gunpoint. Yeah, well... When, when you were held up by gunpoint, was it always for weed? Yeah, I didn't mess with the hard stuff. I'm just saying, was it ever like you were just, you know, at a store or something? No, no, no. You were always followed from the cop spot. You were always uh, up to no good. Yeah. Uh, and any interaction I ever had with cops in New York has sucked. They all suck. I grew up in uh, Morris County, New Jersey, and uh, I was uh, friends with all the cops in my town. They were very cool. Um, they were the type of people who would, uh, you know, give you a ride if your car broke down or come by and say hi as they were walking the beat. Um, I have a very different uh, view of cops and perhaps every time or nearly every time you had a bad experience, you were doing something you shouldn't have been doing. I'm, I'm I'm done talking about these people. Okay. Okay. So what are you listening to on your turntable? What have you been listening to lately? George Duke. I recently taught George Duke. Who's George Duke? George Duke's one of the best piano players in the world ever. Is he still alive? He is not alive. When was he? Uh, what, what do you know George about George Duke? George Duke passed away in 2011 or 12. At what age? Probably about 65. Okay. So what does he play jazz or yeah, everything? He plays jazz. Rock, funk, fusion, soul, everything. Is he playing originals? The stuff that you listening he to. He played original music. He played. He was. He played with uh, Cannonball Adderley in the sixties. He played with Frank Zappa in the seventies. Uh huh. He played with Frank Zappa on all of the amazing stuff from nineteen seventy one to four or five, maybe. Is that why you listen to him? Because of the Frank Zappa connection? Mm, I think that might be how I first got into him, but I like him way more than the stuff. I mean, the stuff he did with Zappa is cool and all, but George Duke is really gospel. His roots are in gospel sounding stuff, so he really has a great, I don't know, he has a great understanding of of chords and harmony. When did you start listening to him? Like, is this a new thing that you're into, or have you been into him for years? I've been listening to George Duke since the 80s. And why did you listen to him in the 80s? Uh, well, George Duke is a, a classic jazz musician who was uh, heavily influenced by P-Funk. Ah. So he started playing music that sounds almost exactly like P-Funk, like Funkadelic. On a piano or like a synthesizer? Oh, no, a synthesizer. He's all synthed up. George, George Duke is one of the best electric keyboard players ever. He's a... Uh, 
He's just phenomenal. The reason he took up synthesizer is because Zappa bought one for him and put it on his uh next to his piano and said, "No, just play it if you want." And George was like, "I don't know what all these knobs are. I can't do this." And then eventually, slowly but surely, he started messing with it, and before he knew it, it became his main instrument. Wow. But uh, yeah, he's one of the best. George Duke, Joe Zavinal, Herbie Hancock. So what what specifically have you been listening to? Any specific like Chick Corea, George Duke stuff? Like uh, listen to George Duke live two thousand and ten with uh, with Christian McBride on bass. Very good stuff. Yes, very good. Have you ever seen him live? I never saw George Duke live, unfortunately. I don't think I. Yeah, nope, never saw him. George Duke has a Duke Cobham band from 1975. Oh. Where Doug Roush was the bass player. Ah, Doug Roush. And he ha- was kicked out of the band because he was so druggy. And they got uh, Alfonso Johnson. Who was? Doug Roush? Doug Roush was oh. unreliable. So they got Alfonso Johnson, who was who left Weather Report because he was about to be replaced by Jaco Pistorius. So he left before he was fired, went over to George Duke's band, and we saw Alfonso Johnson and Billy Cobham, who was the drummer for George Duke in that band. And we saw them with Jazz is Dead. Jazz is Dead. I talked about that uh, not too long ago. And John Schofield was the guitar player for the George Duke band back then. And that's the first time really anyone ever saw Schofield. And he has gone on to become one of the most prominent jazz musicians ever, I would say. So you've been listening to George Duke, specifically the 2010 stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you recommend for people to listen to George Duke? Oh, I don't know, man. That's a heavy trip, man. Would you say just listen to the 2010 thing? Are they songs people know know or are they... I don't know what you're trying to get into. Dave, hi. I want to listen to George Duke. What would you recommend? Well, you got to start from the beginning. So you have to start around 1972, 3, 4, 5. You do have to start from the beginning. Yeah. Those are the albums. 72, 73, 74, 75 is uh, Those are, uh, that's like instrumental funk fusion jazz, I would call it. Oh, it's all instrumental. Yeah, well, uh, 90% instrumental. And it's you, piano or uh, it's the synthesizer? It's all all things. All keyboard type things? hmm That's worth listening to for sure. Okay. George Duke. George Duke. And is that what you've been listening to exclusively? Uh, No. What else am I listening to? Uh, I'm just like listening to podcasts, I guess. Oh, yeah? Which podcast do you listen to? Uh, I listen to Owen Benjamin. You love Owen Benjamin? I like Owen Benjamin. Sometimes you don't agree with him, but you really do like him. He's good for a 38-year-old guy. He's he's 90% on. He just needs to know his history a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. At least he cares about it. Yeah, no, he's good. He's good for sure. He's been blacklisted. By Hollywood, basically. By Hollywood and by all social media. Yeah, just because he doesn't want uh, children to have uh, hormone, uh, what is it? He doesn't think, well, I think one of the things he says is he doesn't think that young kids should have hormone injections if they're 
you know, under parents 18. Think yeah, the parents think that they're trans. Right. Johnny wants to wear a dress one day when he's five, and you, you think he, you know, let's give him injections so he has boobs by seven. Uh, I think that's an awful, awful way to be. Um, I think the left is crazy. That's a crazy man. Are you listening to uh, Dennis Miller's podcast? I've trailed off on Dennis Miller. Why is that? I don't know. He started boring me. I don't know why. Okay. I like him, but uh, I, I listen to Nick DiPaolo. You said, uh, yeah, you like Nick DiPaolo? Yeah, I like Nick DiPaolo. I like him. He's pretty entertaining. Uh, I like Gavin McGinnis. He's, he's very entertaining. Gav- well, Gavin's got Ryan, too. People think that he's some sort of evil person. I know. They just are completely missing missing what's going on. They they well the people think that Gavin McInnes is evil because the mainstream media is portraying him as this you know crazy alt right mastermind when what he really is is like a like a Spalding Gray character who's fucking hysterical. He's also mocking everything. He He's is mocking everything. Everything is is completely ridiculous. Yeah. He's married to an Indian. American Indian. Native American. Hey, that doesn't make him a bad person. No, but I just want to least Indian. Hi, yeah, hi, a, yeah. You know, Indian, India, Indian. No, God, no. For God's sake. What is he? He's not savage. Native. He's he's Scottish by way of Canada, married to a Native American. And, um, and people call him a racist. <laughs> he's a white supremacist. He's not even American. He's not a white supremacist. It's, it's fucking hysterical. But you say his name and people look at you like... But he's just, I, I highly recommend him. Definitely. He's, he is funny. He is a funny, dope dude. And then uh, I listen to Michael Savage. So go fuck yourself. How about that? All right? Michael Savage is very entertaining. That man's intelligent. You, people think he's... You know there's a problem when you're more right wing than Michael Savage. Is that you? Yeah. Some of the stuff he says, it seems like he's a liberal. Well, I think he prides himself in in not, you know, towing the party line. Well, he used to hang out with Jack Kerouac and all those fucking wacky people back in the sixties. Well, those 70s. I would assume not Jack Kerouac, Allen Ginsberg. Oh, Allen Ginsberg, I'm not a fan of. No, Allen well, Ginsberg's disgusting. I don't. Know. He had a dirty beard. He might have been part of a bad group. Then yeah. Again, he might have just been saying something about the rights of people. I'm not sure. Well, he could easily just say something about the rights of people without actually attending a NAMBLA meeting. That's the problem. Uh. If you uh, want to check out a really horrific documentary, there's one called Chicken Hawk. Chicken Hawk, all about NAMBLA. And uh, Allen Ginsberg shows up at a NAMBLA meeting. So um, I have no love for Allen Ginsberg. Well, he saw the best minds of his generation. You know. I mean, you could say, hey, I believe in free speech, and that means these fucking disgusting assholes too. But he doesn't. He attends the meeting. He was a fake. I don't know, but Nambla is... Uh, He's a fake. Those people are gross, and uh, Allen Ginsberg associated with them. They were all fakes. All those guys were fakes. There was this all the beat generation were fakes. Yeah, but there's a difference between being gay and being a pedophile. Tell that to the pedophile. The pedophile. The, oh, the pedophile. Where, which, uh, the, where do I find the pedophile? You know, because my uh, nails need to be ground down a little bit on my feet. Okay. Uh, in Chicken Hawk, there's one guy 
who um, I don't know who did this documentary. I don't, I can't imagine how they would, how could they not murder anybody they spoke with? But there's this one guy who's like sitting in like a convenience store parking lot. And there's a little kid who's, uh, you know, riding his bike to, to the store, probably to pick up gum, Hershey bar, whatever. And the, Skittles. I don't even know if Skittles were around then. And uh, the guy, the older guy, the Nambla guy goes to the interviewer. You see, he's he's showing off his bike for me. As if the, this little eight, nine-year-old kid was being sexual by riding his bike around the parking lot. This guy was was convinced he was doing it to turn him on. That guy needs to be shot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I could make that documentary and then not just kill everybody I spoke to in it. It was disgusting. Chicken Hawk. I don't even know if you can find it. You'd probably have to download it from... You know, some uh, dark web. From, <laughs> I don't know if you'd have to go all the way to the dark web, but it's. Uh, Is there something called supercomputers? Is there a supercomputer? Oh, uh, it sounds like you've been speaking to Coleman. Well, he told me there's something out there called a supercomputer. It's got magical powers. Okay, I, I, Can it make me a brisket sandwich? No, it cannot. Well, then it's not super. There's supercomputers out there. I mean, uh, supercomputers. I'll take soup. Okay. What? What are they? It's just a. It's it's. There are gaming? the people use are you the larping. People use the term supercomputer for different things. Uh, back in the day, the Apple G four was the first supercomputer. That's super. It was just that it was you know had a lot of processing power. I don't know what they use the term for these days. Probably something similar. Watson is probably now considered a supercomputer. Supercomputer. Thanks for asking. Wow. Well, okay. There you go. There's that. I don't know. I know Coleman's very interested in supercomputers. Well, so uh, whether this is, whether there's a caravan coming towards the border. There's two of them. Is that what's happening? There is an invasion coming wait, wait. towards the border. They apparently requested buses to be supplied by Mexico. And that Mexico said, no, we're not giving you buses. Yeah, I mean, if you're from Guatemala and all you want to do is get out of the country, why why go all the way to America when there's other countries in between here and America? It is an invasion. Yeah, but what are they supposed to do when they what what's they're going to come to the little Texas border town and they're just going to supposedly just going to come across? No, they're not coming across. But they just expect to? Yeah. Like, well, what are they what else do they expect when they get here? They uh well, now we have uh, arm. The army is going there, or some sort of uh, military operation Militia. is going to go there, and uh, I don't know how they're going to do Sweet it. Sweet militia. Sweet militia. That's the. Uh huh. Greg Allman too. Uh huh. Sweet militia. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, sing a little bit of it. No, I'm still working on it. Oh, okay. I think there's some copyright infringements I got to uh-huh. get around. All right. Yeah. Well. Maybe in 20 years, though, we can do I it. I think General Mattis is on the case. General Mad Dog Mattis is on the case. And I feel <coughs> like uh, if you are coming to the border with your child, you're probably a terrible parent. And you should have that child taken away from you for life. Well, I don't know what's going on over there. I mean, if you're forced to flee, you got to flee. They're not forced to flee, Dave. Why would you flee in, as part of this big group? They're what not. You, it's, it's. I was at a Who concert once. I had to grab onto the group to get out. Otherwise, I was going to get stampeded. Uh-huh. Well, is that what this is like? You grab no. on? 
You get a hold of the train and hopefully Have you seen pull pictures of these people, Dave? They're all well-dressed. They're wonderful. They're well I fed. love these people. They're, they're great. No, they they're look very, clean. They're very handsome. You're not listening. They're very clean Hondurans. Guatemalans. They look very clean. They look like they get a change of clothes every day. They look like they're fed every day. That's good. It's, they're not, it's not a caravan of people walking. They're only walking when, when there's photographers present to take pictures. <laughs> They're not thieves? They're, they thieves? They're getting on... Gypsies? Okay. They are tramps and thieves, aren't they? I know it. Okay, I'm sorry. What are you sorry for, David? I've, I've derailed the conversation. You derail every conversation we have, whether or, it's recorded or not. Or derail the conversation. Tramp or thief. You asked about the caravan. I'm telling you, it's an invasion. I understand. I wasn't asking about the caravan, so to speak. I'm just saying, what do they expect when they get to the border? They're just supposed they're just going to come in? That's all I'm saying. That's what they're hoping. I don't think it's going to happen. And then what? Then what? We're just going to give them cars and bank accounts? That's what they want. What else would you like? They would like welfare. Would you like a little place on my property? Yeah, why not? Uh, my daughter, she can have sex with your, your uh, son? They would like to rape your, your underage daughter, yes. How about my older age daughter? They'll rape everybody they can. But you can have my daughter who's overage. It's just we, the underage ones you can't have. I'm just letting you all know we don't I have any children. I got a 25-year-old daughter. You're going to love to rape, baby. You don't have a 25-year-old daughter. I could. Do you have a daughter? No, but if I did, I'm just saying I wouldn't mind if an immigrant raped her. You're an asshole, David. As long as she was older than 21, because apparently everything's for the kids. You don't want... If you had a kid and somebody raped her, you would probably kill the person. Well, then I'd have a reason. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that I might stop recording this show and say we have to start again another time. (laughs) All right. All right, I'm sorry. It's just, it's crazy. You don't want anybody to rape your children. Well, I don't have any children. I thought that, but then you said, you know, you don't know. Maybe I do. So I said, do you have a daughter? No. This is what happens. See, I, I need to come up with a thing and then just get your opinion of the thing. I can't just say, go ahead and talk, Dave, because then it's, it's madness. Shush, what's the thing? Just whatever the thing might be. Ghost shows or uh, unsolved mysteries or uh, top ten songs. I should come up with the thing and then have you comment on the thing instead of saying, Dave, what thing would you like to speak about? Because it gets very weird and very dark. And a little bit racist, a lot racist, actually. Well, someone's got to be. I don't think someone has to be. I don't Apparently think. Apparently, they do. I don't think someone in this room has to be. Uh, Why? Well, there's honor killings and caravans coming, so someone's got to be racist. Yeah, but it's not racist to not want either of those things. That's not racist. Then that's who's what, racist. The left would have you believe that if you are against those things, you're racist. But I'm that's not, not racist. It's just common I sense. I didn't hold up a white guy. I'm I'm the victim here. <laughs> I'm the one getting held up. When was the last time you were held up? Well, long enough ago that it doesn't matter anymore. I don't think you've been held up since I knew you. That's true. Okay. 
That doesn't make me a racist. That you got held up? No. I'm just saying, whatever. I don't know. These people are losing it. Making me, they're making me something I wasn't. You know, I used to be the, I was the guy. What now, guy? What now, guy? That, now I'm not the guy. What guy were you the guy? I was the guy. What guy? I was the protester. Oh. I was on the side of the right, of the wrong. And now, you know, now I'm racist. It's, you're not racist. Exactly. They're racists. Is George Duke a black man? He was a very black man. Okay. George Duke was the best. Then you're not a racist. If you like black music and funk and soul and R&B and all that shit. No, George Duke was amazing. You know who wasn't amazing? Who? Trayvon whatever the fuck Skittles Johnson's name was. Trayvon Martin? Yeah. Take your Skittles and shove it up your ass, you fucking goddamn vagrant. Are you all right? What? Are you sweating under your no. armpits? Well, maybe. Sometimes I sweat under my armpits. Oh, we have the window open and it's like 50 degrees in no, here. No, I'm sweating. Are you sick? No. Okay. I'm sick of it. Oh, sick of it. I see. So, uh, Trayvon Martin, who Obama said could have been his son. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. Jimi Hendrix bought a Black Panther newspaper. Uh-huh. And then the Black Panther guy asked Jimi Hendrix's background singer why he didn't buy a, a Black Panther newspaper. And the background singer said, Jimi Hendrix bought a paper because Jimi Hendrix wants the paper. I don't want the paper, so I didn't buy the paper. Now, that sounds very simple on the level, but what it is is a statement of how Jimmy felt pressure from the black community to serve the black community when he was seen as a sellout and only uh, playing to whites. Now, Jimmy's background singer was one of uh, twins named, uh, I forgot his name, but he's one of the ghetto fighters. That was the, the, set, the group called the ghetto fighters. What are the ghetto uh, fighters? They were these background singers. They sing background on freedom. And the motherfucker's way blacker than Jimmy. So this, this Black Panther seller of newspapers trying to pressure this black guy into buying a newspaper because he thinks he's, you know, he's not being black if he doesn't want it. And he said, Jimmy bought it because Jimmy wanted it. And I don't want it. See? Because not everything is black and white. Uh, so then what, did something bad happen to him? How, how do you even know the story? It was a real Jimmy Hendrix documentary. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I man. see. You know, this shit's been going on for since before the 60s, is all I'm saying. Well, in that documentary, uh, Best of Enemies, with Gore Vidal and uh, William F. Buckley, here it is, what, 20-something years after the Holocaust, and the Democrats are comparing the Republicans to Nazis. They do it all the time. They never didn't do it. I mean, and honestly, it's tasteless to do. It's tasteless to do, to, to compare anybody to um, what went on over there. It's tasteless to call a Jewish person a Nazi. That's for sure. I just, I feel like they've been, the Dems, the left has been doing that for years. When I saw that in that documentary, and I highly recommend the doc, uh, the documentary, best of enemies um when i saw that the democrats did that back then i was just like they have always been about just shouting out ridiculous things to get your attention and make you it's 
it's very weird. There's no reason or there, there's no truth to it. It's just a quick headline to try and get you to feel a certain way and to convince you that uh, the other guy is bad. Um, I don't even, I don't watch any news anymore at all. No, no, nothing. I don't even, I'll read articles, but I, I will not watch it on TV. I don't want to see the scroll. I don't want to see the headlines they've picked out for me on the bottom of the screen. Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to. I, I want to be able to read something and say, oh, well, this is what I think. And uh, then maybe dive a little deeper in if I want to and see uh, more circumstances surrounding uh, a situation. But uh, I don't want, I'm not listening to the news anymore. It's just too much. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's not news. It's news not real. It's just that it's not real. It's, a, it's entertainment. And each side wants to entertain you. And uh, if there's no, uh, you know, once in a while I'll watch that guy, Steve Luckner. Do you know, remember him? Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever saw him. I'm not uh, sure about that. Steve Luckner, uh, he's um, agenda-free news or something, and he'll just get on there. Remember we used to watch him on YouTube? Like something would happen, and he would just be like the... The Jewish guy in front of the, the, the blue screen. Yes, I remember. That guy. So sometimes I'll listen to him because he's uh, he's pretty cool. Who's but, the good-looking guy who had this conspiracy? Good what happened guy. to him? Where'd he go? The good-looking guy that had the conspiracy. He had the... Uh, yeah, he was exposing everything with uh, Seth Rich or something. The good-looking guy who was exposing the stuff with he's Seth like, Rich. He's like a big guy big guy with a woman a Jew Matt Couch he's like uh, looks like he could be like a all American kind of guy senator almost I don't I know there's a guy named Matt Couch that was exposing some stuff then there's a guy named George Webb George Webb you see the one he's big I don't know if he's big but Does he's he kind a, of a guy next to him who's smaller than him oh you're talking George Webb and uh, Goldman I don't know, just some good-looking guy and then some snivelly-looking Jew guy next to yeah, him. Yeah, that, uh, that was crowdsourced the truth. Uh, George Webb and then the other what guy. What happened to him? How come why he's gone silent now? They're not silent. George Webb still does his thing. What is that guy's name? Goodman? Goodwin? Goodman? Adam Goodwin? Goodman? Mm. I think it's Adam Goodman. Alan Goodman? Adam Goodman? He still has crowdsourced the truth. They're... they're uh, I just, uh, they were big on the uh, Awan brothers, too. Like, uh-huh. they, they exposed that shit, you know, I would say almost a year before anything happened. What happened? It's nothing's happening because they're, they are trying to bury it. But the, the Awan guys, not, not citizens of this country, yet had uh, access to all of Congress's secret computer files. And then, uh, you know, they got caught doing something, some sort of scam. And fled the country. Tried to fly, f- tried to flee the country, and Debbie Wasserman Schultz was trying to defend him. Didn't take him off the payroll, even after he was being pursued. So, um, and then she threatened a cop for not giving the, her laptop back. It was crazy shit. But this, and this is something that, this is a, this is a huge deal. 
they were getting paid. Him and his family members were getting paid like X amount of money. Some of his family members were, you know, uh, pizza delivery guys before they had these jobs with Congress. So it's, it's all insane and it should be a huge scandal. But the mainstream media is so, uh, so in the tank for the left that they will not expose anything that makes them look bad. They just won't. And it's, it's you think Hillary's going to run for president in 2020. Hillary, they all look alike. Clinton. I don't think so. Hot souls. I don't think so. She ain't I, in no ways tired. I ain't in no ways I, tired. I think she might have glued her shoes to the bottom of her feet. She, <laughs> oh man. I, I, I can't imagine. I Straighten can't out imagine. that wig, glue your shoes on, and you're good to go. They tried to, the left and the mainstream media tried to convince us that it was her turn, that she deserved it, and that she I'm was. I'm with her. The, yeah, I'm with her. Are you? I'm not. And then, and then they started saying it, you know, Ghostbusters tweeted it, I'm with her. The stupid uh, CW Supergirl show said, I'm with her. What's that woman's name? Leslie Jones? Leslie Jones. That, she has the most offensive selfies I've ever seen in my life. The naked ones? Yeah. Yeah. She's what not is wrong to, with her? Who told her to do that? What, what is that? I don't know. Not it, it was, That's some Harambe shit right there. That's not attractive. That's not attractive. But maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't... I've, I find her unattractive, and what happened to Milo as a because of her uh, is absurd. I think if her and Louise Guzman had a child, that kid might be uh, a dog-faced boy. Might be the end of society as oh. we know it. Well, <laughs> dog-faced boy. Maybe yes. they won't. Maybe they won't. They'll they'll stay away from each other. I hope so. So, uh, why did we start talking about that? Mm, I don't know. I think I brought it up randomly. Oh, George Webb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, and speaking of censoring conservatives, gab.com. So this guy went in and shot up this uh, synagogue last week. This guy who was a Trump hater um, and who was on several uh, social media platforms, including Facebook, I think, Twitter, and Gab. Yet somehow Gab got got blamed. Gab got blamed for uh, this guy. Gab is a free speech Twitter alternative. And uh, where did it say he was a Trump hater? I don't even know that I saw that. Yeah, he posted anti-Trump shit. Um, Gab, Gab is a place where I have uh, an account. We have an account, middle-aged cool kids. Um, But they have shut Gab down. Someone got to the people who are providing the uh, hosting service for Gab. And I don't know if they paid them, they threatened them. I don't know what they did, but they shut Gab down. So Gab is no longer up right now. But How is that legal? It's it's not. I, I, I can't imagine that it is. So this is the thing with Gab. Yeah, there are assholes on there, but you know what else Gab has? A filter. Wait, aren't there assholes on Facebook and Reddit and uh, Twitter? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there are. Believe me, there are. And so um, 
on Gab, if you don't, if there's certain words you never want to hear, just add them to the list of things you, you don't want to hear. And uh, I've, the filter works pretty darn good. Um, I had one issue with it once, and I sent the, uh, the founder of Gab a, a message, and he said, I'll take care of it right away, and I'm assuming he did. There's no words you don't, a filter for words you don't want to hear? Yeah, like the N-word, say. Say you don't want to hear somebody who's ranting about N-words. If you don't want to hear the N-word, how about you just kill yourself? How about you stop breathing? That's a good way to stop hearing the N-word. That'll solve it. Well, I'm just, I just, I filter out certain words because I don't want to get involved in those conversations. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm there to, uh, just to comment on news or talk about our show I don't want to uh, find myself in the middle of a conversation about N-words or the K-words or the J's. I'm just, I don't, I don't want to, I just don't want to. I mean, you could go on there and filter pumpkin pie if you don't ever want to hear about pumpkin pie. That's up to you. That's an insane feature in my opinion. But it's, it's. No, because it's free speech, but you also have the freedom of filtering it for yourself. It's individual responsibility. So instead of him saying, look, we're not going to let people say the N-word on this platform, he says, we can allow people to say whatever the fuck they want on this platform. Can you imagine, though, back in the day, if you had uh, your news source and you had the ability to filter out anything you just didn't want to ever hear about? You know how close-minded you'd be? You can do that on Google. If you go to Google News, you can tell them exactly what you want to see. But just because you don't know about it doesn't mean it's not happening. You can put your head in the sand. It doesn't make you any safer. Yeah, but I'm just saying... Your ass is still going to get hit. No, you're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm saying that Gab allows all kinds of speech, but it also allows you to say, there's some kind of speech I don't want to hear about. I don't, if I don't want to hear about tweets about pro-abortion, I don't. I think it's gross. I don't want to hear about it. So I can, if I wanted to, uh, say I don't want to hear about abortion in general. I think it's, uh, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about the, the New York Mets. I'm a Yankee fan. I don't care for the Mets. I don't want to hear about them. It doesn't matter what you want to filter, but you have that ability to because you are an individual who can uh, think for yourself. You have that ability to block shit if you want to. Um you don't need the. You don't need a, a company like Twitter saying, "You know what? We're going to silence Milo. We're going to silence Owen Benjamin because we think you can't handle what they have to say." Gab is the exact opposite of that, and I hope they find a new home soon. I am a hundred percent behind their platform. And uh, what what did what happened? They got shut down. What does that even mean? The person who was, the people who were providing the hosting service for their their website and their application said, we're not going to provide that anymore for you. What gives them the right to have a per service? Well, how do you just, how do you acquire that? Well, we have a service, we have a website. And so why we, doesn't Gab just have their own provider? Well, I think maybe, why aren't they a provider? I think maybe they're going to try and do something or maybe they'll get in touch with Kim.com. I don't know. They're going to something. Who's a provider? Th- Dreamhost? DreamHost is our our web host. Yes. How do you become DreamHost? I guess you buy a bunch of servers. I don't know. Why wouldn't you want to be your own provider if you have your own network? I don't know. Maybe because they are they're a startup company. They have um, you know, they ask for donations and they have gotten I think a million dollars in donate donations. 
Um, so maybe they are going to do that. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I think it's terrible that conservatives are being silenced or made to look like they're uh, semi-retarded when they ever say, if they say anything that the left doesn't agree with. Um, I think it's disgusting. Why doesn't Trump just open up some fucking hosting services? Because Trump is the president and he's not allowed to do stuff like that right now. Maybe when he's not the president, he will. Even if it was a nonprofit? Yeah, no, you can't. You, if Trump does something, then it's seen as government sponsored. And then you, you can't do that. That's why he had to sign away all of his businesses to his kids. That's why they're taking care of his businesses. Uh, I guess Don and Eric are taking care of stuff, running mm. stuff. But I probably, those businesses also take care of themselves, I would say. Um, I'm just saying, why you got to rely on someone? you're that big why aren't you why aren't you providing it yourself well maybe that maybe that's their next move um gab.com the uh they have a page up that uh, explains what's happening twitter has a a provider twitter uh i don't know what twitter has twitter they may have their own thing i don't know someone could just say google i don't want you up anymore or google has its own google google has its own stuff i would say why wouldn't everyone have their own stuff then? I mean, Google has its, you know... Anthony Cumia has his own stuff? No. Why wouldn't he? Oh, well, I don't know that Anthony Cumia has that kind of money. How much could it cost? Once you get one, why don't you put other people up on there? I don't know. I don't know. Start paying... I mean... I don't understand. People could people rent his studio. Why don't they rent a service from him? A provider service? I don't know. I don't know what he has. Is there a there. monopoly on it? Are you not allowed to get the provider service? I don't know. Sounds like a racket. I mean, it's a utility. It's a huge business. So it's not like, you know, you, it's, a, it's a multi-million dollar thing. So not, it, I don't think Anthony Cumia or Gab at this point have that kind of cash. But maybe someone like a Kim.com who does have a, a lot of cash or at least seems to can... Uh, put their heads together and uh, get shit done. Hmm. I don't know. I'm hoping I'm crossing my fingers for uh, Andrew Torba of Gab. And the FCC has no regulation over the internet. (coughs) Um, Why would they? I don't know. They regulate every other thing that that goes out over the airwaves. Yeah, I mean, they, they have a thing where if it's 18 or over, you have to say I'm 18 or over. That's the FCC? I don't know if it's the FCC or if it's a law. and I don't know. I mean, HBO plays stuff that's for 18 and over. I mean, don't you think there should be something out there that prevents uh, a, a someone from shutting down something like Gab because they don't agree with them politically? There should be a, a, a commission to stop that. But then you're... Then it's... We don't deserve freedom, clearly. We need to be regulated. I feel like if if they can claim the internet is a utility, then something like that can be enacted. But right now, it's a private company saying, I don't like your views. You can't be on my uh, my internets. Not fair. Yeah. They, so need to be, they need to be regulated. Something needs to be done because it's, it's being it's being used against only conservatives. Yeah, it's completely manipulative. Yep. And it's, you know, I'm sure George Soros is behind it all. That is my guess. 
Net neutrality. Stop. All right. So, um, other than the stuff I have to uh, edit out of this, uh, what do you think of the show? It's a wonderful show. It's a good show, man. I love your show. Your, your show has a beautiful tan, man. What would you say this show is about? This show is about life, love, and liberty and, and the pursuit of happiness. This episode. This episode was about... This episode was about, like, ghost hunters and Negroes. It was not... Okay. It was ghost adventures. Oh, my God. Your skin is so beautiful. It's got a Negro tone. <laughs> okay. I'm, why are you saying that? Oh, I love your hue. What are you talking about? Uh, you have a cocoa hue. Who are you talking to? Uh, I don't know. It's a new character I'm coming up with. I don't. Your new character is weirdly racist. It's a Jewish um, acting agent, Jewish okay. agent to the non-stars. I I want to represent you. I know you're just giving me a sandwich at the deli, but I'd like to represent you. I, oh, you have a wonderful look, man. You know that kind of stuff. I don't. I think that guy went away in like 1968. Oh boy, thank you for packing my bag so well. Do you need a representative? What I could you? rep you. Oh my God. I, I don't even know that a person like that ever existed. Oh, pet smart employee. I love what you do. Uh, let me represent you. I'm a rep to the non stars, and you have a beautiful hue, baby. It's Coco. Oh my God. Uh, I, I, I'll have to come up with something. Uh, Afro blue, Coco hue. Ooh, ooh. Um, uh, the next show, I will come up with a, t a definite uh, a thing that we can then discuss together as opposed to Dave riffing. Dave's, Dave's riffing goes right down into... Uh, Listen, babe, I'm Coco Hugh, and I want to represent you. What? I know you're just a bagel maker. But everyone needs a bagel in their life, and I think you should be that person. An onion bagel? I want to make these bagels clear. I'm talking about see-through bagels. Uh. I see through your bagels, you Jew. So it's November, and uh, we're going to start uh, thinking about... Uh, uh, I don't even know if you can do it, but at some point in this month, we are going to do a show about things we are thankful for. Oh, you mean like John Coltrane? Okay, maybe. My, my favorite things. Okay. I'm, I'm grateful for John Coltrane's My Favorite Things because if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have the Almond Brothers as we know it today. Okay. okay. All right, well then... Yeah, what, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. So maybe you can uh, make a list of, uh, f say, five things that you're thankful for and uh, we will talk about them maybe the next episode. Uh, they don't. They can be things that you you've purchased, things that you've heard. It doesn't matter. There's no, there's no limit on the things. But it, maybe you shouldn't be grateful for something that's racist. I'm grateful for Jerry Garcia. Okay, there you go. Well, this is not that episode, but perhaps it should have been because um, you seem to be uh, more focused when you're talking about those sorts of things. I'm grateful for Robert Hunter. All right. All right, well, this uh, has been a heavily edited version of this show because uh, I have to censor Dave. I got a new project. 
product. It's called Negro Frusciante. Okay. Okay. It's part black guy, part guitars for the Chili Peppers. Okay. This has been episode number 26 of the Middle Aged Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast featuring your pals Dave and Shecky. Uh, I'm not sure what the uh, episode name will be, but we will figure it out. We have a hotline. Uh, do you know the hotline number, Dave? Yeah. Uh, 707-MAC-043. Very good. You do know. Motherfucker. Oh, okay. Not, not necessary. Yeah. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh, if you would like to call the hotline and uh, leave a message or recite a song or uh, say dirty things, that's fine. Um that's what it's there for. Uh, free speech. Free speech. Um, <laughs> do look up the uh, the Black Dahlia, the Jack Parsons, the L. Ron Hubbard, the uh, Aleister Crowley religion. It's all insane and it's all connected. And Pasadena was not a place you should have been in the 50s. That's all I got to say about that. All right, Dave. Do uh, you have any parting words? Yeah, you know, uh, hmm? Sly Stone may live in a camper, mm-hmm. but the motherfucker used to live in a mansion in Napa as recently as uh, the 2000s. Okay, so don't feel so bad for Sly Stone. Okay. And that's, uh, I don't know why we're talking about that right now, but I'm just saying. if you're out there feeling bad for Sly Stone, don't. Yeah, you think Sly's had such a bad life. I bet your life has been worse. Okay. Probably. I know I know mine has. I know the last hour and a half has been terrible for me. <sighs> All right. See you next time, America.